Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mr. McHale's Manor of Mischief, Magic, and Mystery. I'm your host, Andrew McHale, and welcome to my lovely abode. Come on in, take a seat, uh, take your shoes off if you'd like, I'll start a fire, and uh, we can get down like uh, our ancestors did, you know? Uh, talking face-to-face, even though this isn't face-to-face. This is me speaking to myself again in a uh, studio by myself. But, by the way, no, I don't have a foot fetish. I know you're thinking it. I know you're like, this guy told me to take my shoes off. This motherfucker doesn't even know who I am. This is some weird metal dude who talks about the occult and uh, gets fucking weird and spacey about uh, space and all things... um, mysterious this motherfucker just told me to take off my shoes you're goddamn right have some fucking respect god damn it anyways mr mikhail's manner of mischief magic and mystery some of you might have already found this podcast um just off of socials but uh it's also called the 6M Podcast, so if you guys want to reach out or um, ask any questions, make any comments, anything like that, uh, you can either obviously just message me or hashtag the 6M Podcast, not the number six, but just S-I-X, uh, or ask... Uh, whatever man i think we're gonna figure this out it's still early this is the second episode i realize this podcast title the name is kind of crazy for uh i guess just the normal uh podcast world uh you know i was reading some forums and whatnot and everyone's like don't get too complicated with the with the title you don't want to confuse people and then I'm, I've, I've already, you know, updated the podcast to, you know, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. And I'm like, well, that's great. I don't know if I could, you know, go backwards, but um, this is what the podcast is called. Take it or leave it. Um, if all else fails, if you're kind of, you know, don't text and drive, but while you're stopped, if you want to look for the podcast for future reference, you can always type in an Andrew McHale podcast, and that should take you right to the show, or you will also discover uh, some podcasts that I've been a guest on. Um, a lot of cool content out there. I almost said cool stuff uh, in regards to that, so... If you're not digging this podcast, check out some of the ones I've been on as a guest, and uh, I can assure you a lot of entertainment will be had uh, there, whether you're an artist or a cultist or uh, just an average person just looking to kill some time and listening to me talk. Um, There's a lot to find, so a lot's been happening since the last time we talked, Um, you know, a lot, lot of 
a lot of updates in the serpents camp. Um, you know, we actually just announced, uh, via antichrist magazine. That's fucking metal, right? Uh, we're going to be doing, I, I, from what I hear, there's a little bit of uh, confusion, uh, out there as to what we're actually doing. This is, uh, we're going to be doing a Slayer cover. We're going to be doing, uh, Seasons in the Abyss for Antichrist Magazine or Metal Zine's uh, Tribute to Slayer compilation album. So that's going to be featuring a bunch of bands from all over the world. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, chosen um, on the U.S. front. I'm sure there's other American bands. Uh, I haven't really looked at the list, but... I was dead serious about getting Seasons in the Abyss because that song actually helped um, influence or craft the type of metal song I would love or love to write. So it is an absolute honor to uh, be able to cover that. I believe it's going to be coming out uh, early 2020. I'm not sure. Haven't really gotten any information on that, but we're working on that, working on another cover, uh, something I have not announcing yet. Probably a deep cut that nobody listening to this will be like, oh yeah, that's fucking awesome. You know, uh, I've statistically fucked up all of my cover ideas, and this is why I probably shouldn't manage my own band. Um, just because I do kind of offshoots or B-sides or deep cuts or, you know, not the norm compared to some of the other bands in my uh, realm, you know, doing pop covers into metal or, you know, metal songs into black metal. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not a fan of, you know, taking a song that's, whatever pretty good or well-known and like just blast beating all over it or throwing a breakdown or two and then slapping my band's name on it and be like here everybody this is my interpretation of this song or not even that i don't even think people do that anymore i think they just say here's our cover check it out enjoy it and then like you check it out and it's like oh fuck yeah and then you listen to like the band's like discography or whatever and you're like oh oh that was a good cover at least i think that happened a couple times uh i was really a big fan of those gent pop covers for a while that i was like man this is like really good then i check out the band's discography and i'm like not so good so i'm gonna stick to these but yeah uh we got some new merch in the works as well i know a lot of you guys are like um why the fuck is he talking about his band? Well, God damn it. Where the else am I going to talk about it? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So this previous Monday, we released a pre-order for uh, a new long sleeve shirt. This is one of uh, a few things that we're going to be releasing this winter, a, a part of our winter line. Um, it's a killer long sleeve. Uh, we don't really do merch that often, so it's kind of exciting for us at least. Uh, we did this design with the same guy who did the Serpent's Tarot cards, uh, Mark Erskine, or Erskine. 
he's a killer designer from Armenia. So if you guys are interested in his work, um, obviously check him out at Erskine or Erskine, E-R-S-K-I-N-E Designs. And at the time of this podcast uh, recording, uh, follow up with us on Monday, so the day after this podcast drops, for the new merch drop for this week, uh, the second edition to our winter line. Um, I'm really excited about this one. I'm, I'm actually excited about all of them, but uh, just trying to blow out some like cool shit that I would wear, let alone you guys would wear. So if you guys saw it, uh, if you guys think it's cool, obviously drop a line. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And if you can, uh, make sure to grab something. But uh, one final announcement for this podcast is that we are loosely writing uh, the next album, uh, the follow-up to Temet No Say. So a lot of that, um, along with this podcast, um, has taken up a lot of my free time. Uh, right now, I'm a career musician slash podcaster. So uh, obviously, if you guys feel inclined... Um, come see us, you know, uh, anytime we're coming <laughs> nearby right now, we don't have an agent. So, uh, right now tour dates are fucking slim to none because, you know, I'm doing booking management PR. Oh, we got a PR guy. So I'm doing a lot of work here. I'm trying to fucking do this podcast as well. So, uh, if you guys see that we're coming near you, come on out, fucking come hang out. Tell me you listen to the podcast. I'll probably be around drinking whiskey. Um, and yeah, obviously support the band. If you guys can, follow us on Instagram at Serpents Metal. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com uh, backslash or forward slash. I don't know. Slash. How about that? Uh, we are Serpents. Twitter is We Are Serpents. Our band camp where you can get our merch and the CDs and all the goodness is uh, weareserpents.bandcamp.com. And also you can find us at weareserpents.com. All right, that's enough of the shameless plugging. Um, a lot of work, a lot of work happening uh, in this camp. Which brings me to another subject. Uh, you know, the serpent's motto so to speak, right? Labora et constancia. It's Latin, right? Here's a little bit of that magic I was talking about. A little occult magic. Um, Labora et constancia is actually translated uh, from Latin. It, there's a couple translations of it, but I think the most accurate um, or accurate little DJ Khaled reference Um Translation is by labor and constancy. Why is that serpent's motto? Well, because fuck, we've been at it since about 2010, 2011. And we've been doing the same kind of shit music wise. Uh, we've stuck to our guns in a sense. And, um, you know, lots and lots of hard work. I mean, this is, this podcast is like an extension of that, you know, like basically I want to reach out to all of you guys. And also I want newcomers to get into the band as well, because that's what this is all about, man. This is, you guys are listening to the Andrew McHale podcast. Like 
there is no Andrew McHale without the music. So, Labore et Constantia. This is also known as like an alchemist uh, motto, right? So, for those of you who aren't aware of alchemy, it's basically an ancient practice um, that is essentially shrouded in mystery and secrecy, right? Um, A lot of the alchemists or the ancient practitioners mainly sought out to turn lead into gold. And for people back then versus people now, I mean, gold is still a commodity. I mean, you fucking walk in the jewelry store and, you know, you're lucky to walk out with your pants. But uh, you could essentially see why they would want to keep that uh, information hidden or kind of uh, like what the Freemasons do, right? Or any sort of secret society of whatever sorts. Um, They kind of keep to themselves and it's like, if you want that knowledge, you got to really dive in. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have a bunch of people blowing themselves up. But, um, you know, in simple terms, uh, alchemists, basically, their goal was to find the stone of knowledge, which is the philosopher's stone, to discover the medium of eternal youth and health, and to discover the transmutation of metals. Um, hence, spiritual alchemy where it's kind of the same thing but it's more on an internal um, process so with that there are parallels to you know the process of achieving the philosopher's stone or achieving youth and health whether you're trying to cure a disease or uh, try and find a, a cure for anything or you know there are certain uh plot points or steps there you go finally uh there's certain steps that one must go through to pretty much get to where they're going uh get to the uh philosopher's stone the gold the magnum opus which uh is latin for uh, the great work which is what you know temet nose was that's what uh pestilence was that was uh what born of ishtar was um those are, you know, my attainments personally. And through that motto, through that um, school of thought, uh, is basically how I got to a personal goal of attainment. And even some of you guys, you know, might be working on fitness goals or goals attaining to work or, you know, whatever. I mean, it really applies to a bunch of things, but me being a musician, that's kind of what I latched onto, and that's kind of what helped get me through the night or the rough nights. Because uh, let's be real, uh, you know, it's not easy. None of this is easy, and I am no expert, as I said on the past podcast. Um, but I want to help. I want to help you guys. I want to help you guys navigate through. It's fucked up time um, in the world, uh, whether <laughs> whether you're talking about social media or the real world or whatever. I mean, everything's just kind of fucking in the air and just kind of open-ended, which is like, well, it's life, right? You know, life is not certain. I mean, nobody's really uh, guaranteed that they're going to wake up tomorrow. I mean, including myself, but 
I mean, it shit has gotten so weird to the point that like I'll be sitting on the couch kind of faded or buzzed for those of you who don't understand. Um, let's just say intoxicated and uh, I'll just be like, what if a fucking black hole just opened up and just reality just started fucking just shifting and morphing and getting like I, I i often have these ideas and sometimes i'll write songs uh harboring this fucking like fear it's not it's not a fear for myself it's more of a fear for like humanity as a whole i don't know i'm i'm not like uh an activist or anything but i just like you know i'll be out with my lady or you know with the puppies or with the dogs and uh I'll just be like, what if all of a sudden a bright, blinding light just came from the fucking window and I, you just, it's done. You're done. Like, what if they dropped the bomb on us, you know? And by they, I, I don't mean anybody in particular. I just mean shit is fucking crazy and I just feel like uh, anything could happen. I feel like this is a fucking alternate reality. I mean, it's, sometimes I feel that things that have happened in the past didn't even happen anymore like you know when in the last episode i said you know that guy is dead and gone i honestly feel a disconnect from the person i am uh to the person i was just based on that fact that i don't even feel like this is the world i grew up in it's very strange i mean again i'm hosting a podcast like this is something uh you know, I didn't think I'd be doing, but goddamn, it's fun. But I mean, have you guys ever felt like that? Or is it just me? Or is it my fucking psychosis or hell? Maybe it's the substance. Um, but I honestly get that a lot. Or, you know, uh, somebody will leave the room or, you know, whatever. And I'll just be like, in my head, like, what if this this is the last time I see them? Did I say everything that needed to be said? Were we honest with each other? Was it a good time? But that, I guess that might be just me. I don't know. Um, I have a lot of uh, loose ends that uh, are unable to be tied up, unfortunately. But, you know, at least I gave it my shot, right? That's all you guys can really do is uh, do your best. Fuck what everybody else is doing. Fuck uh, anybody else's opinion, like you're the one that has to sleep with yourself and your mind and your thoughts, uh, you know, every night. Right. And I have a, you know, I, I, I subscribe to that school of thought where, you know, they say, uh, everyone dies alone. And I, I know it's kind of dark and it's kind of brooding and almost juvenile, but it's true. Like I feel that that is one thing that you will, uh, that's one thing you will own uh, in this life, uh, you know, your own death. Granted, someone might be the cause of death, but that is a ride that you get to take uh, for yourself uh, forever. You know, uh, where you go after that, that's uh, up for debate, right? Uh, that's the question of the ages is where, where do we go when we die? But, um, 
oddly enough, you know, I get asked that question just being, I guess, uh, who I am or what I stand for in, in terms of like the public's eyes. They're like, uh, do you believe in heaven or hell? Do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? And I'm like, yeah, man, I believe that the guy existed. I'm sure he was a nice guy in terms of like what society standards were back then. I mean, remember, I'm I'm Assyrian, which is like ancient era kind of Middle Eastern, and um, we weren't the we weren't the most kind of people. And I'm sure. You know, uh, if you open a history book, you'll learn a lot about a lot of different dynasties and how ruthless they were. Um, and, uh, you know, I wrote, I've written songs about it to kind of explain myself to people or basically so people can stop asking me that question. But, you know, in the shadow of timelessness, that song uh, on Born of Ishtar, I basically say that, uh, Heaven and hell is basically, uh, God damn it, I gotta stop saying basically. Uh, heaven and hell are what resides in your mind after you die. Um, there's the whole, uh, people talk about DMT and like, uh, I've never done DMT. I probably should. I've never really done any psychedelics. And again, I probably should. Uh, but, you know, they say when you die, DMT gets released and in your mind you start you basically go on a trip and it's like your last goodbye uh, from this world like your parting gift um, now there's a lot of different uh, science and conflicting beliefs and whatnot but in this song I personally I, I, I basically state that what like a dream what is in your mind or on your conscience um, when you die perpetuates throughout that dream which could feel like an eternity for all we know uh, so if you're a good person in life you're comfortable with yourself you know you haven't done any wrong to people you're probably gonna have a nice trip and you're gonna feel like you're in fucking heaven if you're a piece of shit if you're a fucking pedophile fuck you jeff uh jeff jeffrey epstein uh you know stuff like that you're probably gonna have a bad trip and it's probably going to feel like hell. Uh, if any of us know what hell feels like, I'm sure we've all had the imagination of what it would feel like thanks to all those books on it for all these years. But hey, that's my take on it. You know, I, I was raised uh, Christian Orthodox, and I'm sure, you know, my uh, family members are slamming their head on the table saying, what the fuck? You know, we didn't raise you to be like this, but, you know, um, that's part of the transformation. That's part of the process, the spiritual alchemy of sorts. I became a new person. I have a new outlook. Um, you know, I changed as we should. You know, a lot of people don't do that enough, right? We all have the... Uh, those people in our lives that kind of stick to what they do and they're content and whatever, let them do that. I mean, they're not doing anybody any harm unless if they are doing anybody any harm, I hope that, uh, you guys bring the hammer of justice, not the gavel of justice, but the fucking hammer on them. 
but overall, I think we should just let people be people. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't ever want anybody to think that, uh, you know, I'm preaching or I'm trying to convert anybody. I could give a shit, uh, what, you know, you guys do with yourselves. I just want to help, um, those who are like me that needed the help and, uh, there was nobody there or nowhere to turn. And, uh, I've seen the damage that a lot of that, uh, religious conditioning or brainwashing can do to somebody or some people and i needed an, uh, another route um you guys might belong to a church or anything like that uh that brings you fulfillment in life that's great and i'm happy for you but uh please keep your comments to yourself you're not going to save me you're not going to convert me uh save your prayers as i've heard it all folks and i've seen a lot which has definitely jaded my perspective uh, when it comes to, you know, the holy man, so to speak. Uh, I've toured with a lot of Christian bands. I've played with a lot of Christian bands. A lot of the guys were cool. A lot of the guys uh, lived up to expectation, but I definitely can attest to a lot of those dudes doing some grimy shit and then getting on stage and literally taking the time out of their set to preach uh to people and also to fans of the bands i've been in you know kind of like you know unsolicited in my perspective because it's like you know if i buy a ticket to see a show and i want to see my favorite death metal band deathcore or whatever and like a christian band's on i get it it's your it's your platform it's what you do um you know, you're taking your, you're taking your moment and that's great. But when you get off stage and you don't live up to that, and if anything, you're a shittier person than I am. And I'm the one who's looked at as like the evil motherfucker. Then there's a problem. And that is exactly the kind of mischief that, you know, the show can get into. And I'm not going to out anybody unless they were doing something illegal like that piece of shit from Lost Prophets. And, you know, none of us are perfect. I've definitely gotten into a little bit of my own mischief. But again, I'm not the one on stage preaching and basically telling everybody they're going down the wrong path. Um, you know, but get stoked for insert death metal band name here. Uh, they're going to fuck your shit up. It's like, okay cool like not everybody's trying to hear that you know um and that's kind of what birthed uh the approach for serpents because the serpent you know biblically is known as like a negative entity but in the occult world the serpent is known as like the great liberator like without the serpent adam and eve would not have known the choice uh you know whether to eat the apple or be a slave uh, for all eternity. So that's kind of like what I do, you know, after living that life, so to speak, um, a, a part of that circus, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, these guys are cramming this message, you know, down our throat, uh, unsolicited. And I was like, well, where is the open-mindedness? Where's the conversation? Where's the dialogue? You know, and that's partially, 
you know, uh, serpents and it's partially this podcast. You know, I, I don't feel the need to explain myself to anybody, including all the church people that come to my house and knock on my door, probably because I bought a preacher's house and put an upside down cross on the front and, uh, decorated the shit out of it for Halloween, but that's here nor there. Right. But essentially that's why it's called, you know, Mr. McHale's manner of blah, 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 blah. You know, I want my house. My house shall be the pyre. Uh, drawing near all ye weary wayfarers. Um, you know, I want this podcast or my albums to be the the flare, essentially. And I want you all, or like-minded people, or those who are curious um, to expand their consciousness or their selves or whatever, uh, to come on in, you know, have a seat, uh, have an intellectual conversation. Even if it's just me ranting for however long I've been ranting now, the dialogue needs to be there these days more than ever between all kinds of people. I mean, that's, that's how we became a society. Right now, we're so used to this echo chamber, uh, where if you have this one viewpoint and then you voice it and if anybody else is an opposing viewpoint, you automatically go on the defensive and you start labeling people as an ist or an er or whatever. Um, and is only causing problems and just an overall dissonance amongst society. Like if anybody believes in like energy or like waveforms or anything that of like living beings. Everything right now is just like dissonant and just like causing friction and frequencies. And it's just, I don't know, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like I said earlier, just everything's super weird now. And it makes me feel like it's, it's, it's a dream or even a simulation. And hell, I mean, we might even really live in a simulation. I know Rick and Morty fucking dove into that shit a bunch of times. I mean, we we could all be playing a video game right now, just like in that Rick and Morty episode. When you fucking die, you might be another being, you know, uh, living out a life you wish you would have lived out. I don't know. Maybe you're doing it all over again, over and over and over again. That's one of my favorite theories of mine. Uh, it's probably published somewhere these days. I mean, I've had this theory for a long time, but with the Big Bang, you know, pushing time one way, you know, there's that theory of the, uh, I think it's called the Big Collapse or something, but basically like a fluctuation where everything goes out and it goes in like almost like breathing, right? Like your lungs. I feel like most of all, I feel that we live this life over and over and over and over and over again for eternity. And that could also be considered like heaven or hell. Like, did you have a good life? Did you have a bad life? Well, guess what? You're going to live it over and over and over again. So I hope you like it. Otherwise, start changing it up. Start respecting yourself. Start respecting your time your life each minute 
you should be learning something new. You should be a, working towards a goal of some sort. And I'm not talking about, you know, the American dream, you know, the the money, the wife or the husband and the house. There's more to life than that. There's more to life than money. Money is man-made. Time is man-made. You don't want to spend an eternity doing the same thing over and over and over again. Have I said over and over and over again too much? Have I said it enough? I don't know. But it's my house. And I could say what the fuck I want. And my will be done. That's exactly what you guys should be living your life like. Respect yourself as you would a god. Because we are all gods in some way or another. We all manifest our own reality, our own universe. And we all can create and destroy just like a god would. So, what is your will? That is something you should ponder on your drive home from Mr. McHale's Manor. All right. Before we wrap this episode up, we have a question from Instagram, it seems. I believe the name is... uh, We got a question from Evil Danny LP82 with a bunch of symbols in it. Um, She, I believe, asks, uh, what's the most evil thing you have ever done with a bunch of devil emojis? Danny, thank you for asking. Uh, appreciate your allegiance uh, to Serpents and to the 6M podcast. And evil is subjective, right? You're talking to an occultist, so we have a little bit of a skewed perspective on what others may think is evil. So I'll give it to you like this. I'll give you uh, mind, body, spirit, right? So for the body, the most evil thing I've ever done in the traditional sense is uh, have uh, sexual relations involving the anus with a uh, preacher's daughter on the terms that it would be exciting, uh, being that she was a preacher's daughter and I was uh, a heretic of sorts. Uh, Her idea, not mine, but I definitely... uh, participated in that uh, debauchery which i highly recommend uh any consenting adults out there in the same sort of situation uh, at least try once it's truly breathtaking but for the mind i would say again in the traditional sense um this is kind of a cop-out but the most evil thing i've ever done is dive in as deep as i've dove into uh certain occult practices or schools of thought or beliefs or mantras, rituals, whatever you want to say, um, that, again, in the traditional sense, is like the most evil thing I've done with the mind. But as far as the spirit goes, what's the most evil thing I've done to the spirit is basically limit myself, um, imprison myself in my old skin for many, 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 many years, um, which I have since forgiven myself for such atrocious acts upon my spirit. Um, 
but yeah, kind of not a juicy question because honestly, like, uh, I want to say I'm a decent person, but you know, uh, what's evil to me might not be evil to you. What's evil to you might not be evil to me. Again, it's subjective, but, uh, if you stick around and keep listening to this podcast, I'm sure some of these stories I'm going to be telling, like from my life and uh, the past, probably uh, will be big contenders uh, as far as uh, better answers to this question. So uh, I hope that satiated your curiosity on the matter. Danny? All right, so this next question is more of a group question because I've personally been getting uh, hit up, which is great. I appreciate that. But uh, I've been getting asked here and there if we're going to be running any uh, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever sales uh, this weekend. And uh, I think I'm going to take, uh, take to the internet on this subject, but I wanted to explain it a little bit further in um, the podcast. Uh, we're basically going to be boycotting um, Black Friday. Um, I know that's kind of uh, it's kind of cringy to say. You know, I'm not trying to you know uh, martyr myself in any way, but um, I've decided on behalf of the band to uh, not partake in Black Friday, Cyber Monday, anything like that this year, just because in all actuality, as a small running business on a global scale, uh, doing such a uh, sale or little event like this would actually be counterintuitive for us. Um, you know, for all of you guys that, you know, are around all year round, we usually do sales um, here and there just to help promote you know, products and also further, you know, the band's livelihood. Like we're a self-sustaining machine. And to be totally honest with you guys, you know, since this is the podcast and uh, you know, I'm trying to be as open as I can be, any sale that I run or we run for Serpent stuff, we actually lose money on, uh, on any sale because you know our prices are already pretty low and knowing you know when i when i make a sale go live i already know that i'm going to be losing money off of shipping costs um production costs um other various things that might pop up you know whether if i'm shipping overseas um it all kind of comes out of pocket but you know as a broke <laughs> metal fan or music lover um i know the struggle personally you know sometimes i see some killer merch i know demon Borgir just re-released uh some of their old school merch and i've been like really fucking fiending for that but you know i can't afford it you know and um i know that there's many 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 people like me that are out there um some eyeing our merch you know they love the band and uh, they love the merch, and they just can't afford it. So I just take it on with a smile, and I'm willing to, you know, take the hit here and there, just to give that opportunity to somebody. You know, um, it would mean the world to them. 
as it would mean the world to me. And, um, you know, being that we don't have a team, a manager, stuff like that yet, um, we can take those hits and that's fine. Uh, because then we don't have to up the cost of our merch, you know, all year round in order to do a black Friday sale or whatever sale, because, you know, we're not, we're pretty much independent, right? So it's not an elitist kind of standpoint. I know some might see it as kind of like a malicious move against, you know, our supporters, but I think it's actually quite the opposite. Um, you know, I care about metal. I care about you guys. Um, and I care about just humanity and honestly, the ugliness that comes from Black Friday or any of those holidays. Um, I don't want to be a part of it. You know, I think it's, I think it's time that, you know, the independents stop trying to mimic, you know, the major corporations, the major retailers. Um, I know, I know guys, I know it's hard to make a living out there. I'm not judging you for, you know, doing a sale or, I mean, shit, one of our vendors, uh, merch now, uh, merch now.com. Um, they're doing a black Friday sale and that's fine. You know, they got, (laughs) they got bills to pay too. But as far as serpents, you know, I believe that running such a sale or anything like that cheapens what we're doing here. Um, and being that everything you see from serpents comes from us. It's made by us. That, that fact alone, uh, gives it some sort of artistic integrity or hell i mean it gives it a fucking soul when you get anything from us not only are you getting it literally from my hands but you're getting 10 years of passion you're getting 10 years of fucking blood sweat and tears you're getting 10 years of just a labor of love man ask yourself that ask yourself if you're getting that the next time you camp out in front of a store just for, you know, the best deal on a TV or, you know, you get punched in the fucking mouth for a waffle maker or you fucking drop kick a toddler (laughs) for some sort of toy that, you know, it's going to be cool for like three weeks. And then next thing you know, that thing's going to be on the floor all for the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, ask yourself, was that worth it? I don't, I don't think people really understand what they're doing to themselves as a society because these corporations, they, they love it. They, they feed off of seeing you guys fucking slit each other's throat. If anything that, that gives the think tank something to work towards for next year you know they see these videos they're like oh man look people love our products so much they're willing to do this we gotta up the ante next year if any if if fucking (laughs) if these corporations could make commercials out of compilation videos from like you know black friday brawls i think they would I think they would because they don't give a shit about you. And that's why I don't think personally the metal community should, you know, uh, 
echo their actions. But, uh, hey, I mean, maybe that's the reason why we've been kind of stuck here as an independent. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Who knows? But until the day comes where we have an infrastructure behind us supporting us and, uh, you know, we'd have to play ball, right? To take care of the people that take care of us. You know, I'm willing to take the stand and say, fuck this Black Friday shit and fuck those corporations. Uh, they do nothing but harm to the environment, harm to society, and harm to the products they sell for dirt cheap. And who knows, maybe the day might come where this might catch on and we don't have to do this. We don't have to take such a radical, hardline stance against this fucking insanity. But um, I just want to make that clear that, uh, you know, to the industry and to our friends and fans alike, we gotta we gotta take care of our uh, our baby. We gotta look out for our best interests, and we gotta look out for our friends, fans, and initiates, so that you guys can have a calm, peaceful uh, holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, with your friends and family, without having to worry about rushing to your phone or rushing to a website to get the best deal on our stuff at least so that's the least we can do for you guys now as far as the calm and peaceful aspect of the holiday that's strictly up to you guys as we know things can get pretty dicey with the uh, parentals or the family units so that unfortunately is up to you guys but at least you can rest well knowing that we had your best interest in mind this uh this holiday so <sighs> well folks it's about time you guys head on home thank you guys for stopping by to the manor um, again you know this is still early on in the uh, progression of the podcast so again if you guys have any burning questions or suggestions or whatever Anything you guys got, feel free to reach out. Um, feel free to, you know, tag or uh, hashtag the 6M podcast or just, you know, comment on any of this stuff and just tell me uh, what your guys' questions are, what do you guys think. I appreciate all input. And I would love to feature uh, your music if any of you guys are in a band. Um, you know, that wants, uh, your tunes on the podcast, please feel free to reach out as well. Uh, you know, I don't have the, uh, legal reach to just play, you know, any band, any, whatever I like without like reaching out to the label and stuff. And it can get pretty dicey at that point. So, um, maybe one day we'll get there, but right now we're going to, shed a light on some bands that uh i think deserve a little bit of do and um i am very pleased to play this next track from the michigan band uh heart of jordan 
Now, it might be a little bit different um, as far as like what you guys expect me to be playing, you know, being a black metal, death metal, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it, uh, guy. Um, I really enjoy this band. If you guys like Killswitch Engage or, you know, um, All Air Remains or Bad Wolves, shout out to Doc Coyle. Um, I think you guys would really like this band, and I really think that they are on the rise big time. Uh, they just released a new video for this track on Alternative Press, and uh, I am shocked and in awe at the fact that these guys wore serpent shirts. Not everybody, but a couple guys wore serpent shirts in the video. And just for that simple gesture, I am great full beyond belief so on that note we're going to be playing echo still remain off of their album heart of jordan uh it's the name of their band duh so it's self-titled uh, um <laughs> yeah you can find them on facebook actually i implore you to go find them on facebook uh at facebook.com slash heart of jordan band uh, follow them on Instagram at Heart of Jordan Band. Um, same thing with Twitter, Heart of Jordan, and YouTube. Check them out, Heart of Jordan. You guys get it right. On that note, we're gonna play this track, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. See you guys next week. <laughs>